0: You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five
1: star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there. Listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today I'm going stateside. I'm going to say this wrong. I know I am. But we're off to Massachusetts. And his name is Liam Coleman. Hi, Liam.
0: How are you doing? I'm good, Tar. How are you doing? I've been pretty good. I've been very busy, you know, with the new song coming out September 18th. Just booking a bunch of interviews, I got a bunch of shows, just staying busy, which is pretty nice.
1: I mean, it must be crazy cuz you're 17. Yes. And you've already got a a small catalog of songs out already. You've already had a <clears throat> debut, you know, acoustic EP. You've got mm-hmm. an EP coming out soon, but you're releasing single uh, a couple of singles at a time. Yeah. It must be bizarre being such a young age and doing so much already in the music industry.
0: It's it, it's it's really fun. I mean, I've been doing this like professionally for like about a year and a half. Coming up, it's coming up to two years. It'll be two years in February. But um, it's pretty sweet how kind of fast it's been going and how how busy I always am. Because I'm like the type of person who always has to be busy doing something all the time. So it's really nice having like like this awesome job where you're always moving, always doing new things, always just keep on pushing and just never stop.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get this question out of the way now because I hate talking about it. And it's about COVID-19. It must be weird. Obviously, you've got to keep yourself busy. Everyone's got to keep themselves busy. But Mm -hmm. when, I'm not sure what it's been like in like Massachusetts, but here in the UK we've been all locked down we've all been quarantined Mm -hmm. and then we've all just recently gone back to work what's it been like obviously with like school work and then trying to do music and being locked you know having like some form of locking or whatever you're doing there
0: um it's been weird I mean we've kind of been back for um we've been like I don't want to say like back to normal because we're not back to normal yet but we've been kind of back since like I think it was like june like the beginning of june we kind of started like starting the new phases where we're open stuff up so i've started i've i started playing live shows again back in june um but like new england is like pretty well in like the country right now for yeah. COVID, but it's um it's still a serious thing clearly yeah. um but i mean it's weird i mean we're i'm going i'm starting school again september 16th And I'm doing like online school till October 15th. And then I go, and then we go back for like a hybrid learning type thing, which is going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how that works. But I know a bunch of people who are actually starting school this week. Um, but I mean, a lot of things are kind of open, but it's still, everybody's still kind of like weirded out kind of about going out, which I don't blame them. I kind of am too. Um, but places are open. People have been going back to work and, um, you know, I've, I've been going out doing some things every now and then, obviously trying to be safe with it all still because I want to keep everybody around me safe. So um, it's been weird, but it's getting it's getting better, I guess.
1: Yeah. Now you here we get to do um, we've been able to work at home and then some people have done like a like a split between the two where you can work at home for two weeks and then go to work for two weeks and then vice versa. Is that the kind of thing that they're going to do at school for you?
0: Um. Yeah. So my school plan, like I said, September sixteenth to October fifteenth. We're doing all online, and then once we go back, it's in like it's like cohort A, cohort B, and so it's kind of like split in half with the alphabet. Yeah. So I'm I'm in A, and then I'll be going to school like Monday, Tuesday. Nobody will go to school Wednesday, and then B will go Thursday, Friday. Yeah. And then I think it just like switches every week. Or I think it just I think it's like that every week um the plan has changed a lot so i'm like i I think that's the final plan but um yeah so it's it's kind of but like a lot of people have been working from home um i know plenty of people a lot of my friends like work in grocery stores and stuff so they've been they especially like during the height of it they were kind of all working like crazy um but i mean yeah a lot of people have been working from home and a lot of people are slowly starting to go back to work too so yeah it's it's weird all around
1: What's it been like taking examinations for you then? I, I, I don't know what... I, I always get the American school grading system completely messed up in there because it's so different to what we've got over here. Now, at like really? 16, 17, we tend to do a lot of exams. We call them GCSEs and A-levels here. So I have no idea what you call them over there for your age group.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, um, when we got school canceled in like March... We didn't really do. Nobody really kind of knew what the whole like hybrid learning or like nobody kind of knew what we we're doing yet. We just like took took a while to get used to. So we didn't really do a lot of tests during that. Um, but the SATs have been starting back up, and people have been slowly starting to get take start, slowly starting to take those. Um, I have yet to take mine yet, but um, yeah, I mean, testing hasn't really been. It's really just for like the AP classes yeah. and stuff. People yeah. have been doing like a lot of those online for their classes because I have a lot of friends in AP classes um, and they, they they were doing a lot of the stuff online for like the end of the school year. Um, I'm not in any AP classes, thank God. But um, yeah, a lot, <laughs> yeah. Of, a lot of it's just like the same thing. Just kind of just been online and then they're just starting to do like some in-person tests.
1: What's your like predicted grades then? What would you say? What's your predicted grades? You know, what are you expecting to get?
0: Um, I'm usually like a B student, I'd say. Oh, that's I'm usually, fantastic. Yeah, B B, and then like a C in math. I'm not the best at math. So um, yeah, kind of like a BC student, I'd say. <laughs> a lot of us struggle with
1: math. So it's, it's, it's one of those subjects that just we all really hate.
0: I just can't, like, I just can't figure it out sometimes. Sometimes it's just the hardest thing on the planet, and then sometimes it's, like, really easy. But most of the time it's really hard, so I just, I'm just, that's my sore, that's my sore subject.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm exactly 10 years older than you. I'm 27, and yeah. maths back when I was a kid was a horrible then. And then when I see these equations that you see in tests nowadays, it's, it's something else.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my math class this year, like, it was, like, we mainly used, like, all the problems we did were, like, using calculators and stuff. So I was kind of fine with that. But then when we didn't have a calculator, I was just, I was very lost.
1: <laughs> so you mentioned that you're going back to school September 16th and you've got your yeah. new single coming out September 18th. How's that all going to work?
0: I mean, it's kind of a bummer going back to school and then having a song release. But, I mean, we're going back and it's just kind of, like, like I said, it's whole online thing, so I'm not really too worried about it yet. But um I mean it comes out on September 18th that Friday, so I mean I'll just release it and then I'll try and um try and get schoolwork done too. Yeah. <laughs> try and
1: balance it. Yeah, b- b- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so writing upside. Let's let's go to writing in general. How is it that you write songs? How is it that Things come to you, and then you get it down on paper. How do you do it?
0: Um, usually I have to think of like a lot of people that I know. Just like they just sit down and they can write a song. I I'm not that way. Um, that's I struggle doing that. I have to like I usually think of just like a topic or like a line or something, and then I can um usually do it. But I like to think of something, then I'll think of some chords and like a melody, and then lyrics usually usually come last unless i obviously like i just said unless i think of a line first but i mean songwriting is like i used to hate doing it and now i can't stop doing it because i just like i when i like first started doing it i thought it was so hard and it still is hard but it's just like it grew on me so much and now like i said i love doing it and it's i have so much fun doing it because it's it's your work you you can do anything you really want with it yeah so it's, it's a lot of fun
1: When you're first well, I say learning to songwrite. It's not really learning because you just just end up doing it. What was it like going from the point where you struggled, getting the thoughts out on paper and trying to, because I've tried writing songs and I, I, I personally can't do it. But I've known people that struggled at first and then they've been able to do it. Was there like a breakthrough moment where you thought, hang on, this actually goes together well. This actually sounds really good
0: yeah um I wrote like a bunch of songs like when I was in um, when I was in like fifth through eighth grade wrote a couple songs and like they weren't they were not good they were just like little fifth grade like fifth or sixth grade like little love songs that, that they were not good and they will never see the light of day um <laughs> but like once I got to kind of high school like my freshman year I kind of like or like I kind of stopped for like a while and then I like I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm starting to do this like every now and then like play out. I was doing like open mics like freshman year. And I I didn't really think much of it yet. I just kind of liked doing it. And I was just doing covers at the time, but I was like, you know what? Let's, let's give this another try. So I like, I started writing a lot freshman year. And then, um, like that summer of like freshman into sophomore year, I was, I started like actually writing a lot more. And, I was like, again, they weren't the best songs, but it was just all practice. And it was like, yeah. as you keep doing something, you're going to probably get better with it over time. So I was just practicing a lot. And then I ended up writing like once my, like the first, I consider it my first song I ever wrote. Cause it was like, it was my first good song. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was um, bright as a star. And um, I released that one, but I like, that was like the first song I kind of, I consider that I wrote. And then, um, I kept like writing and writing and I was just like each time I wrote a song, I just I just kept feeling, kept feeling good about it. And I was just like proud of each thing that I was writing. And now and then I kind of stopped again. But then I like for like a month, but then I like picked it right back up. And it was just I I did like songwriting classes every now and then and um, just like trying to always get better with it. And then eventually I was just like, you know what, this is this could work. Like this is a lot of fun. I enjoyed doing it. And if and other people were liking it at the time because I was showing like my friends and stuff some of the songs and they were like, these are these are pretty good. Like you should consider like releasing some of these. And so I um I released like that first EP. And then um I I was like planning on going back to Nashville in April anyways, um, or not and no, not April News. I, I planned on going to Nashville like in April this past year. Yeah. And I was gonna record the four songs that I just recorded. We had to cancel the trip, obviously, because of COVID. And um so then we ended up uh me and my dad just ended up going to Nashville a couple weeks ago and I recorded the four songs. But like over quarantine, like getting the trip canceled in April, like it's but like i wrote so much over quarantine like i i wrote the most i ever had i was writing like every single day getting like a couple new songs every week and just it was really nice because i had so many to pick from and like i was getting i was like i said every time i write i just get more yeah proud of my work and it's just every every new song i write is always my favorite song that i ever wrote so it's like it that's always screwed up but are not screwed up, but it's like, I never, ever have like a favorite song that I wrote because there's always a new one every day. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, I wrote so much and then I finally got to pick like the four ones that I was going to record and I recorded them, uh, like I said, a couple of weeks ago in Nashville and and now we're here.
1: <laughs> please, please, please tell me you've still got all the original songs, especially the ones before Bright, Bright as a Star. Please
0: tell me you've still got them. Paper um, somewhere. I don't know. I I have a voice memo of one of them, and it was that technically was the first song I ever wrote. Yeah. Um. But like I said, the only people that I've ever heard it was my really has was my really close friends and my family. Like no one will ever, nobody else will ever <laughs> hear that one because it was just it was it was yikes. Let's just say that it, it was it was bad. But um. I like, I probably have like the papers somewhere and I have like a bunch of like desk drawers just full of like papers and binders. I probably have them somewhere, but I don't have any recordings of them because I didn't have a phone or an iPad at the time. Thank God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What I always like to do is I always like to listen back to my very first recordings and I always think, Mm -hmm. oh, I sound so different then because when you when you first go into something new, like whether it's songwriting or whether it's singing or whether it's hosting something, you tend to pick up different techniques as you go along and you first when you first try it, it's like, Wow, I sound horrible. So yeah. it'll be it'd be great for you to if you can find them, to one day in say five, ten years time, to look back and think, I've started there and I'm now here. This big, right. you know, it's a big leap and it's it's always great to see this kind of physical thing in front of you
0: yeah i mean like like i said like i didn't really start i always kind of wrote by myself and then like once quarantine hit i was like well i got nothing else like the school work we were getting wasn't a lot so i didn't really have much to do during the day i was stuck at home and so like i started reaching out to a bunch of people about doing co-writes because i never i'd never done it before and i figured it would be something new to try and i now I, all i do is like write with people and like one when, when you're co-writing, I mean you're just learning stuff always from one another. Like I've learned so much from everybody that I've written and like tips and tricks that I'll like you that I use now when I'm writing my songs. And um I mean it's it's pretty nice because like whoever you work with, you're always gonna in like this business, you're always gonna learn something from each other. Yeah. And like that's the that's the beauty of it, is like you never stop learning doing this job.
1: What was it that actually made you want to go into music then actually to become a singer songwriter
0: well when i was six years old um my parents actually gave me the choice they were like do you want to do drum lessons or guitar lessons and me being the adhd six-year-old who was just absolutely crazy was like drum lessons so i, I yeah. took drum lessons when i was um six years old and i took i took those probably till i was like 14 i i I did i took drum muscles for a very long time um and then when i was 12 i taught myself how to play the guitar and um i just kind of started out with like covers and then i once i like learned guitar um like pretty well i guess i'd say um that's when i started kind of doing like a little bit of that like writing that i was just talking about um and I didn't. And like the first time I played out was the sixth grade talent show. And um, like right then and there, after like I finished the first, the, after I finished the song I played, I knew right there. This is what I wanted to do. Yeah. And like, this is what makes me happy. Because at the time, too, I was playing baseball and basketball. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really bad at both of those things. <laughs> i always wanted to go like i when i was like growing up i always wanted to go to the mlb because i was i'm like one of the biggest baseball fans but like there was no chance of me making it to the mlb i was compared to everybody else i was so bad but like and i always like had that drive of like music like ever since i was born i loved I've, i've always loved green day foo fighters like elvis like i grew up listening to all that stuff just rocking out around the house like I had like a fake little, or not like a fake, but like a toy little guitar that I always strum around on. I had the little drums and I was just, I was always making music. I'd like take a spoon when I was eating and i just like start hitting <laughs> it on stuff and playing guitar with it. Like I was always kind of doing something musical. And um, like I said, like after I finished at the talent show, I was like, this is it. Like, yeah, this is what I'm meant to do. Like this is what makes me.
1: Always a performer. This
0: is what makes me happy. You're right, I I I always knew like and then like I kind of like like I said like growing up I was always doing musical stuff so I kind of knew like music was always something I wanted to do but I just never knew kind of what kind of music cuz like I I used to want to do like something like 21 Pilots or it was like this like alternative rock type thing like yeah um but it just like country music I grew up on like, listening to, like, country and rock, I always kind of grew up listening to, and um, something about country music just always, like, it always just made me, it always spoke to me every time I listened to it, and I just, I loved it, and so I, like, when I started writing, I was, like, writing, like, country songs, and um, I just, I knew country music, like, when I was, like, in eighth grade, I knew, like, that was the genre that, I just, I loved it. Now that's all I really listen to is just country, (laughs) country and rock. But like, I always kind of knew, like I said, what, like that music was probably going to be it for me.
1: Well, that's one thing that always frustrates me with a lot of people, especially when it comes to here in the UK, country music is really growing exponentially. It's growing very fast. And a lot of people think if you like country music, that's all you like. You only like country music. Now I've been brought up on, you know, Green Day, Foo Fighters, Red Hot Chili Peppers, everything you know it's that's what i've been brought up on, and a lot of like uk acts like arctic monkeys and oasis and stuff like that so it's not you don't have to be stuck in one lane you know it doesn't have to be just country or it doesn't have to be just rock or it doesn't have to be just pop you know you can you can flip between a lot
0: yeah no i mean um like rap is another like genre that i love like i got i got travis scott posters kendrick lamar posters post malone like i got i got like post music posters from every genre like i love every genre of music but it was just like i said it was always country music that i felt the most connected to and like that always made me the happiest but like i listen to everything like i mean that's what's nice is like there's not really a genre music that i'm like yeah
1: Have have you ever tried writing a a rock song or a rap song just to see if you can um, do Me and it. my
0: friends actually, a couple weeks ago, we tried writing like a joke rap song and just like for fun, we were just hanging out. Um, but I actually, well, I used to be in, the drummer in a, in a rock band like my um, freshman year of high school. Um, I did, I was the drummer in a rock band, and um, we, um, the singer she she wrote some songs and we played some of her songs, but like at the time I tried writing like some rock songs and it was it was actually. Really hard. I could not think of anything to like to write about. But like, I, I don't know. I've tried, but mainly it's just always been country that I've written.
1: Would you say being in that band was your first experiences being part of like a musical group as set? You know, as such rather yeah. than being a
0: soloist. Oh yeah. I mean, I I own, in like middle school I played in like the jazz band and stuff. I played drums in the jazz band, and that was always fun because it was just me and all my friends we were, we were just having fun with it, and then um the The rock band I was in, um, we I that was like my first time, kind of like playing out. Really, like I was just drumming, and we were playing like a bunch of different like, like little like things all around the city. Um, and um, like it was always fun. And then actually, one night, like after practice, like our the manager we had, she was like, "Hey, we're doing like this open mic at." It was like a cupcake shop. She's like, "We're doing this open mic. Um, I know you." Kind of sing every now and then, and you play, but I was just wondering, do you want to do it tonight? And I'm like, I'm like freaking out when she <laughs> asked me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm like, I didn't know what I was gonna say, I didn't know what I was gonna do, but I went there and I I played and um, I played like two songs. And I can't remember what songs I played because um, I was actually with her yesterday. We went, me and her went to go get lunch yesterday, and we were talking about it, and neither of us can remember what songs I played. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I i did that open mic and like i started doing it weekly i sort of like kept doing it and then i'd get like half hour sets at like different things like i opened up for the band one time or no uh did i open up i think i I think the band played and then afterwards i played like a half hour or whatever and um
1: oh the band opened for you then
0: yeah maybe I, i i can't remember if it was it was one it was one or the other but um uh but we kind of like I always was me and my dad like we kind of started reaching out to like just like little like things all around town and I was just playing like half like I said half hour sets and then in February of last year I got my first like big like three-hour show at a brewery um around here and the amount of support like I got like from friends and family who came out to see me like it felt so good and like for my first show like like I always knew music was what I wanted to do. Like I said, since like I was little, but like then and there, like that's when it really got locked in. Cause I was just like, this is like, this is it. Like, this is what I enjoy the most. And I mean, it was just, it was like a really nice start, like. Yeah. Easing it and like with the open mics and cause I was always nervous for every single one of those. And now I like play out every single weekend um, or like once COVID hit, I did all like the lives and stuff on Instagram. I did those a couple times a week, Instagram, Facebook. And, um, like I just kept, just kept going with it.
1: Now the band itself was called live the illusion. Do you still speak to yeah. them all?
0: Um, I talked to, the, I talked to one of them every now and then. Um, now we don't, we don't really talk anymore. We kind of all went our own ways. Um, I, I loved being in it. I, they were all su- such nice people, and I loved doing it, but we, um, we all kind of went our own ways. One of them went out. She's um, She went to college out in California, um, and then some. And then we all kind of were in the same grade, and we're, I, we're all kind of in the same grade, and we all just kind of like sit around here, and we all kind of went off and just did our own things. Yeah. But it was still a really fun experience, and I'm really happy that I got to experience it because some of the shows we played were really fun.
1: Do you reckon there's any recordings on like YouTube or wherever? There's
0: probably stuff on Instagram. There was like a, there's a, I, I think I I think I still follow There's like, there was a, um, I think it was called, like, I don't remember if it was um, there, there's a Live the Illusion Instagram account. I believe that is still up. And there's probably some videos on there. Um, but there's, I don't think they're probably be anything on youtube i mean uh, it's just mainly stuff.
1: definitely gonna be checking that out
0: later yeah <laughs> i was looking at it the other day and i was just like dang this was like this is kind of where it all started really like it was, it was fun
1: when you think back to all like live the illusion kind of days does it feel like it's a lifetime ago
0: yeah it feels like so long ago, but in reality was not, it was like two years ago. Like it was, it was literally like two summers ago. Like it was, but it feels like it was like 10 years. It was, it's weird. Like how slow and fast time goes. (laughs) Like it it feels like it was long ago, but I mean, I, I, the last time I saw somebody um, from them, from there was like last summer I saw one of them, but yeah, it's like it's just weird because like we were talking about it and we were we both agreed that and this was last summer. We were like, it felt like forever since we like done it, but it's just and now like this summer, it's just because um that was like the main or that was the main time. Or, trying to find the words, but that was when we played mainly. It was in the summer because we played all outdoor stuff, and um, it just. It was
1: just so much fun. It was, it was fun. I, I liked it. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Now, when you go to your website, com, you can mm. view some of the videos of some of the other tracks, like Bright yes. as a Star, It's Not My Dad's Town Anymore, things like that. Now, I was listening to It's Not My Dad's Town Anymore, and I've got to say, I don't know if you've heard of this artist, but he's called Train, and he's got a song called Drops of Jupiter. Yeah. And your voice is almost like Spitting image. bearing in mind, his this guy's an old man, and he's he's been singing for years, and he's got a proper toned voice. It just shows how, even at a young age, you've got it nailed down.
0: Thank you. Yeah, no, I um, that's like the first that's the first time anybody's ever compared me to him, and that's pretty cool because I like Train. They're, they're they're I've always liked them and their music, so that's pretty cool. I've never heard anybody uh, compare me to him, so thank you. Where
1: <laughs> can you tell us where it's not my dad's town anymore? That kind of thought process came in when you was writing songs. You know where where did it all stem from?
0: Me and my dad actually wrote that one, um, and he was kind of just telling me like, like how different. Like we he he grew up. We live in Charlton, Massachusetts. That's what town the song is about, and um, he grew up in Charlton. Um, when he was a kid and we still live here till today and he was just telling me like i was telling him like something like me and my friends were doing and he was like and i i thought it was like the coolest thing he's like oh please like we did so much crazier stuff but it's just everything's changed now and like um and just like how different everything is and we were like looking at pictures and stuff like of just like different parts of the town like where this it was like, it was just like forests and now it's like solar farms and just like different buildings that have been in. And, um, like we came up with the idea, just like, what if like we write a song about like your point of view and then mine today. And, um, I, we wrote it and I um, went to one of the radio stations in Boston And I did their local catch of the week where they have like an artist and then they get interviewed and stuff. And that was a lot of fun. And I played that song and like, I don't, I didn't think much of it. I was just like, this is like, I didn't think much of it playing the song. Like I was like, it's a song I wrote. I love, I loved it. I love playing it. It was my favorite song that I had written so far. And um, I played it for them. And then when my interview came out, the amount of like love and support that people from my town gave it and like how quickly like that song blew up it was it was overwhelming it was it was unbelievable like i i didn't know what to think i was just like i was like i'm like i'm i was so happy that other people liked the song and that and like i've i've played it for like some of my friends who live out in like the midwest and like um out on the west coast and they're like i they're like i get that it's not about my hometown but they're like I can relate to it like yeah everybody that I everybody that I've played it for who lives all around the country they're like everybody can relate to this song like it's it's something like that everybody every small town or every town is going through yeah like so it was just the amount of support that the song got and I wrote it like last year um towards like the end of the year but like the amount or I wrote it want to say like October or like September, October, and the amount of support that it got was just, it was unbelievable. I, I, I was blown away by it.
1: When that chat was aired, do you find yourself being a celebrity around Charlton now?
0: Um, I would not consider myself a celebrity around um, my hometown because <laughs> I, um, I mean, I guess there could be some people who say that, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't call myself a celebrity. It's very humble, um,
1: very noble of you. No,
0: nah, I mean, it's, I mean, I've kind of, I know a lot of the people in my town and I'm just, we're just kind of like, and kind i of just like always the same, like people love what I do. And I, I, I appreciate everybody for loving what I do because it makes me want to keep doing it. And it always keeps me motivated knowing that I have my whole town's support behind me um, while I'm doing this. So um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call myself a around town.
1: For those that obviously don't know at the moment, we're talking via Zoom, and I can see on Liam's face just this massive grin, and just to see <laughs> that is just so—it's so warming and inspiring to see. It's great to see, particularly a young musician budding in his. It's like watching a flower grow. You see the petals come up, and then you see the leaves, and it's—it's it's great. It's great seeing something flourish.
0: Thank you. And I, um, like I said, I appreciate everybody who's like, and just like, it's not even like just my town. Like it's also surrounding towns. Like just the amount of support that I have behind me, like locally is just, it's unbelievable. And I, I couldn't ask for anything, anything more. Like it's, it's awesome. I love it.
1: Out of all the tracks you've got at the moment out there, what is your favorite one? I'm not going to say which one was your favorite one to write or sing. Which one's yeah. your favorite one to perform, you know, live on whether it's live as a in a big group or whether it's a open mic night or, you know, which one is your favorite?
0: Nothing beats easily. That is that is everybody's favorite. That is like the majority of like people um, that is like that is everybody's favorite. And um, that and it was also like my first song on the radio, 98.9, shout out to them they were the first radio station to play that in full length. And it's also, it also got um, a clip of it got played on country one 2.5, which was really cool too. And um, that when it was on country one 2.5, that was in December, it was like week of December 7th. And I was in, I was in school. It was played around like 12 o'clock. Um, and we were coming back from lunch and I was talking to one of my friends about it and I'm like, and we were actually sitting at all, it was me and all my friends at the lunch table. And I was like telling them, am like, I'm freaking out. Like I'm not <laughs> going to be able to listen to it. I'm like, this is the first radio station that's going to be talking about me. Cause I also got, I also got to do like one of the things, like, you know how there's always like, Hey, I'm Blake Shelton here with country one. I got yeah. one of the, I got to do one of those. So I was like, Hey, it's Liam Coleman here with country one. And I was like, I've heard all my biggest influences do this. like just sit listening on the radio and like now I finally have one I'm like I'm gonna miss it like I'm not gonna get to listen to it and so I was talking to one of my friends and I'm like should I just ask the? I'm like should I ask the teacher over in history class I'm like should I just ask the teacher if we should if we could just listen to it and so like he's like just do it the worst she could say is no and he goes and she says no just go to the bathroom and listen to it on your phone and I'm like okay fine so then I asked her and she was like she's like oh my God, like, yeah, well, what is it? So like, I helped her, we brought up the link and then we, everybody in my class listened to it. And I don't ever, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't cry unless it's like a mo- like a really sad movie. Like I've, I cried at Avengers. Like I've cried <laughs> at a bunch of different, I don't cry, yeah. but like I had tears of joy. I was so happy like listening to it and everybody was like so happy for me. Everybody was like looking at me with like a big smile and I was just, it like finished. It was like, hey, this is Liam Coleman with Country 102.5. I'm your local catch of the week. And here's a clip of my song, Nothing Beats. And then it played the verse chorus of it. And everybody was just like looking at me with like the biggest smile on their face. I had the biggest smile on my face. I was like, tears of joy. And then it finished. Everybody like looked at me and I was just like, I, I didn't know that. I was like, <laughs> damn. Like I was so like it was easily one of the best days of my life. Um, and I was like, I did not know what to say. And then, um, in February when 98.9 played it, one of my, one of my best friends, he picked me up for, um, he picked me up for school and it was me, him and his girlfriend. And we were driving to school and like, I had like, I went in like a couple of days before and I did like my interview with them and they aired everything on Friday, Friday morning. And, um, I, I was like, just, I remember just sitting in the car, and then, like, we were listening to my interview. And then, like, my song started playing. And, again, she was a joy. I was so, like, just I – I just felt so blessed. And I loved it. And, like, people were, like – I, like, went on Snapchat. And, like, I went on Instagram. And just, like, everybody in, like, my grade was posting just, like – everybody from, like, the, my school who, like, could drive, they were, like, posting, like, that they were listening to it. And it was just, like, the amount of support that it, like – that it all got, like, around that time was just – it was – it was amazing. Like I, I I was, I felt, I just felt so blessed to have all these awesome people around me, like supporting everything I was doing.
1: I know you said that you can't, you couldn't remember what you said afterwards, but try and think back. Can you not an inkling of what the first words anybody said to you? Oh
0: no. Oh, no. Somebody or like when I was, when we were sitting in class, I was, somebody was like, I, everybody like looked at me and i didn't know what to say i didn't say it. i was just like i all i said i think i think what i said was just like wow or like it was like i think i was just like i didn't i was a loss for words i i was i just did not know what to say i was so happy and i just remember my friend like looking at me because i like sat in the back and he like sat in the front i just remember him like looking at me like halfway through the song and He was just like let's go like he was Everybody was just and I'm like everybody in that class, um was there was a lot of my friends in that class and we were all just like we were just so hyped. I was and like I said, I I was just frozen. I was I did not know what to do. I was I was just enjoying every second of it.
1: Too right, too right. Do you do you find that after it would play there was so many more people that wanted to be your friend?
0: Um not uh... Not really, because everybody in my grade is kind of already, (laughs) a lot of us are just, like, we're all just, like, friendly, so it's like, um, no, I'm not, I wouldn't say anybody was, like, clout chasing after that. I mean, everybody was just kind of, like, everybody was just kind of proud of, like, what was going on at the time, and, um, like, recently when I posted that I'm releasing another song, like, the same exact thing already started out, and, like, this time I'm, like, like last time when i released those songs i kind of just released them and i was like yeah they're out like go go stream them and now i'm like doing like the proper like build up and stuff to it and when i announced this one um again just the amount of support that like it got in the first day and like this was like earlier this week i'd say or like last week um like the, the amount of like support, like that it got from like everybody, like reposting it, and just like, like I, I was just, I was blown away. Like, like yeah. I said, like everybody is just so supportive of it, and it's, and it, and it makes me so happy because it makes me even more motivated to keep going with it and to keep like doing what I'm doing because I love what I'm doing. But like, when there's all that support behind you, you just, it makes you even like, like I said, it makes you even more motivated just to keep on going with it.
1: Yeah, totally. It psychs you up. It gets you pumped for the
0: next bit. Yeah. Just talking about it. Like I'm so excited, like already, like I'm getting pumped up. Like I just, it's, it's just unbelievable. Like I said.
1: Now upside, have you released it yet to the local radio stations or?
0: Um, I've sent it to a couple. Um, I'm in, I'm in talks with some, a lot of different, like, um, couple different radio stations and just um just like a lot of media things around here so um it's all being worked on but yeah sort of a little bit
1: yeah well if when you do have like a set date that a station's gonna air
0: it just give us a shout Mm -hmm. and i'll
1: i'll certainly try and push it this side of the pond
0: yeah definitely yeah no i um i don't yeah like i said pre-order or pre-save that's all available to do right now september 18th um like friday morning i guess you could say like <laughs> yeah. thursday night friday morning whatever it'll be out on all platforms no matter what time zone you're in just 12 o'clock eastern time so i'm i'm so excited for people to hear it and for it to finally be out because it's been a while since i've released stuff and i'm I'm so happy with the music that I've that I've recorded recently cuz it's just it's it's like a whole new I guess you could say it's like a whole new start like it's just a whole new, another like level of yeah what I've previously released so I'm I'm very excited. Well
1: it's like a book it's like the next chapter it's your yeah the next event that comes out.
0: Yeah, once September comes that's a new chapter. Like that's a new chapter in my life. I'm starting a whole new I'm like start so I, I I'm starting like a whole new book. Like I'm just it's it's unbelievable and I'm like I'm so blessed to like have to even just have the opportunity to go to Nashville and record with the amazing people that I did record with and um like I guess just to have the opportunity cuz not it doesn't come to a lot of people so it's I'm I'm very blessed with getting that chance and being able to do everything that I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Now you mentioned that you've recorded in Nashville. I've noticed with this one in comparison with the other songs, there's a lot more guitar. It's a lot more punchy. It's it's brilliant. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm one of the lucky ones it, that get to listen to it. And it's so fantastic.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I, um, I got to record with some unbelievable studio musicians and these guys, they know, they're, they, they know what they're doing. They, the amount of like the, the people they've worked with. I, I was just like, they've worked with some of my like idols like they, they work um, with so many people and i was just like i said i was so blessed to have them like playing on my stuff and singing on my stuff like it was just because like the of vocals like the guitars the drum like it was just it was so cool getting to watch everybody work and just like how friendly everybody was like i felt i felt so welcomed like yeah. there because everybody was just so nice and welcoming and there. They're always just we're just making jokes in the studio, and I it was it was so much fun. I it was such a great experience, and I I can't wait to go back. I'm I'm looking to go back hopefully soon and do it all again. So how how,
1: how did it all work out then in terms of booking the session and you know getting the musicians in to actually write the songs you know, write the music to go with your lyrics. You know, did you send them your lyrics beforehand or did you send them like a demo track or how did you do it?
0: Yeah, so um I'll take you like to the beginning. So like what happened was is um like I said, I was originally supposed to go in April. Yeah. And um I one of my friends who lives in the same town as me, he um I was telling him about it and he does music too and he was going down to Nashville in June to record. And he was like, Hey, you got to record with, um, the guy I'm recording with. He's like, he's like, he's he's awesome. Like he knows what he's doing. His name's Ken Royster and he's such a great guy. And he's recorded for some really big people and like all people, like the one, like most notably he recorded for like Luke Combs and that's like Luke Combs is my biggest inspiration music wise. And, um, so he's like, here, I'll give you his contact information, reach out to him and see if he's booked. He was booked up in April. So then once like COVID came along and we had to cancel, I, he was the first person I reached out to. I'm like, hey, do you have anything like later in the year? And he was like, I got, he's like, I got three days open in August. And he's like, do you want them? I'm like, I'll take them. He goes, sweet. I look forward to that. I'm like, thank you so much. You too. So then we like booked everything. I sent him when I was, when I I wrote like 30 songs probably over quarantine and, um, I, and then like, that's not even counting like ones that I helped other people. Right. Yeah. So I like narrowed it down to like 10 songs. I sent them all to him and then I kind of like was playing some for like a lot of my friends and, um, some other friends that I have in like the music business. And I was just like, I need to narrow it down to four. Like, what are you guys favorites So I did like a whole big like list of just like everybody's favorites I like picked all like the common ones and then um we I sent them to him and we're and we were like ready to go and then the night before I was gonna leave he called me um Ken he called me he's like hey listen I think you're making a mistake not recording Upside yeah originally Upside wasn't gonna be recorded oh wow and then the night before it was there was gonna be a different song in its spot and he's like, I think you're making a mistake. He goes, it's a, he's like, it's like, it, it's a good song. Like, I think you should consider it. I'm like, let's do it then. So I sent, like I said, I sent him just like voice memos, like on my phone and um, of just me and my guitar, just playing the songs. And then um, we got there Wednesday, we got there like Wednesday afternoon and just like chilled at the hotel. And um, then we got to the studio Thursday and the studio musicians were there for one day. And, um, so they have Nashville has their own thing. It's like the national number system. Yeah. And it's like, it's very complicated. I couldn't, I can't read it. <laughs> it's very complicated to read. It's not like normal sheet music. Um, but they all understood it. And luckily I was only singing, so I didn't need to understand how to read it because I would not, have, it would have <laughs> taken me three days. It would have taken me to three days to learn how to read it and even more days in even more time. So, um but we all listened to the song that i just sent like with um voice memos we listened they listened to it once through and they were like oh let's let's do it like they talked about like oh let's try this here this here this here and then they just played it and it was just like perfect like and then like they each like had other instruments that they were playing and they were like layering stuff on top but it was like it was i was just blown away with how quick it all came together cuz i was like Literally yesterday, these songs were nothing but me and a guitar singing. And now it's all this like crazy stuff, like all these guitar solos and drums. I was just like, I was blown away with how quickly it all came together. And um, they were there for that one day. They were there for Thursday. They finished everything. I said bye to all of them. And then um, Friday, Saturday, I was in there just singing, getting all the takes done. I did two songs uh friday two songs saturday and then we left sunday and um got like the music i think like tuesday or wednesday and i i was just I, I was just blown away with how amazing like it all sounded just like like i said like literally a week ago it was all just me and a guitar and now it's just this and i was just it was, un- it was unbelievable, I loved
1: it I thought it was awesome That's awesome, I mean, wow when you when you look back and you're in that vocal booth and you're laying down your vocals on top of the music that they've just created, when you close your eyes yeah. what is the imagery that you could see?
0: Oof uh, I don't even know, the thing I was just thinking of the most is I'm like, dang, I'm standing in the same exact booth that some of my favorite artists have stood in and recorded and like, that's what I was thinking of the most. I was just like, I I was just like, and then I was also just thinking like, I hope people like all this stuff. So like, I was, um, um, but I know I was just kind of thinking, I'm like, dang, this is insane. I can't, I, I was just kind of thinking like to myself, like, I can't believe I'm standing here right now. Like, I, I I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, this is awesome. Like I was, I was just, I was so happy.
1: Now to sum up, upside, how would you describe it to somebody who hasn't listened to it yet?
0: Ooh, I, don't know, I haven't really thought of that. Um, I'd probably say I'd f- f- I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I'd probably say that it's just like it's it's. I I actually imagine have no imagine,
1: idea. imagine you're writing you're in my shoes and you've got to yeah. you've got this track and you've got to write a review for it. What mm. how, what would you like? How would you describe it? Up is one of the um, first words that you definitely
0: use. Yes, i could say like punchy like different than anything i guess i've released in the past like it's 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 got a lot more punch to it and it's got a lot more like a lot more feeling to it yeah i, I guess i I'm, I'm i'm so bad at explaining things uh, <laughs> i can't I'm, i cannot explain things very well but um yeah I guess I'd just say it's a way different field than anything I've put out in the past yeah and it's like like I said earlier it's a new and like you said too it's a new chapter like it's that's it's different it.
1: that's it now what's what's the name of the e p
0: um so i did like so for this I did like a um like a kickstarter um and i and the name of it's the road to Nashville. And um, I'm going to be releasing, like I said, I recorded four songs. i will be releasing, like, one for, like, the next, um, for, like, every, like, other month or something, I'll probably release a song. Um, But for, like, everybody who donated to the Kickstarter, they're going to get the EP, like, right away. Um, Like, if you donated, like, a certain amount, you're going to get it. But it's The Road to Nashville, um, because it was a very long road. To get there like like i said we're supposed to go in april now it's august but um yeah it's gonna be the road to nashville and i'm very i'm very proud of it and it's I, I love it i love every song i love how everything sounds and it's just it's unbelievable
1: how often do you listen to upside now then now that everything's recorded and everything's laid down exactly how you want it and it's just about to be released how often have you been listening to it is it being playing every day?
0: Um, not every day. I'll listen to it every now and then. I don't listen to my own stuff a lot. Um, because I'm always listening to like, uh, like, there's always new music usually coming out every day, so I'm always yeah. like listening to other stuff. But I, I listen to it. Um, I've listened to it a, a good amount of times by now. Um, I listened to it actually yesterday when I was driving. Um, but um, yeah, I listened to it. I've, I've listened to it a lot. Just like. <laughs> And I've just, I've just listened to it just like being like, dang, like I did this, like, this is. Must be surreal. I I, I could, I, it's, it's so surreal. Like I, I, I couldn't even like imagine, like I was just, I'm just still, like I said, I'm, I'm baffled by like this crazy experience, this crazy experience that I've had just doing all this stuff. Like it's, it's unbelievable how quickly it's all happening
1: so where can we find upside um once it's out
0: yeah once it's out on september 18th it'll be um available on every single wherever you listen to your music it'll be out on it'll be out on every platform um but the pre-saves for spotify are available now so if you guys could listening if you guys could go to my spotify liam coleman and uh or even just my Instagram, the link to um, pre-save it is is in my bio on Instagram. Uh, Liam Coleman Music pre-saves help a lot, so if any if everybody listening could pre-save the song, that would be um that would be unbelievable. And like I said, the amount of support we've already gotten with um with when I shared the pre-save link, like just keep it coming. I posted my first TikTok uh, the other day, and um, just like trying to get as many people to see it as possible so that way when it's out it'll be um it'll be big.
1: That's one thing I haven't done yet. I whenever I go into these chats I tend to do as much research as I can. And it's one thing that I always forget to look at is TikTok.
0: What I posted what? it yesterday. It was ah, fair it, enough. Literally, I literally just posted I've had the account for like three or four months and I just didn't touch it. I just made it because I was like watching I all the videos. This. I, I, not even that because I had I have like two accounts like I made one like when the app first came out and then I like made just like a separate one for music just because I wanted the handle like Liam Colman music I didn't want anybody else to take that because it's taken on Twitter by somebody else so that Twitter's like the only platform that it's not Liam Colman music it's just at Liam Colman so like Twitter's the only platform where it's not Liam Colman music so I'm like I don't want anybody taking it on TikTok so I just like secured it and then I'd like been I've been like contemplating posting on it for like the past couple months and then I figured you know what. Why not? Let's just give it a try. So I um posted like the i posted two TikToks yesterday and uh that's that's the new platform that I'm <laughs> that I'm getting on. I'm a little late to the TikTok party, but uh I'm I'm finally on it.
1: That that's one thing that I'll probably will never get the hang of is trying to post videos to TikTok. I've not I've not tried it yet and I've I'm scared. To do it really, it's like how on earth? Because you see these videos of people doing it all the time, and then they're constantly editing and all that oh. kind of jazz.
0: I spent a couple hours editing like the tick, like one of the TikToks I posted yesterday, and you'll clearly be able to see which one it took. But like, um, yeah, I know it was there was a lot of work involved with posting that. 25 second video. <laughs> like I was like, I spent like two hours editing just this 25 second clip and it was just like trying to get all the bubbles correct, making sure spelling was okay. And I had to edit like some of it in iMovie and then bring it into TikTok. Like it was a lot of work for 25 seconds, but it was worth it because so many people have already um been liking it and seeing it. So it's pretty nice.
1: Yeah. Now, I've noticed the actual video itself, the TikTok video with all the bubbles, is on
0: yeah. Instagram. It's brilliant to see. Yeah, I posted it on everything. I posted it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um Just Nazi little video. I, thank you. Yeah, no, I um I filmed it like I filmed like a draft of it just like so I can try and get used to TikTok. Um I filmed like a filmed like a draft of, of it in my room and that was kind of a pain. But um I filmed the draft, edited it. it. took me like an hour and a half to just to edit that one. And even then there was a bunch of spelling mistakes. I was just trying to get used <laughs> to the app. And um, so then like yesterday I like filmed it and edited it. Um, all together. I, I filmed and edited it. And uh it was yeah, there's a lot of I didn't realize how much work is involved with TikTok.
1: Now, we're getting towards the end of the show. Now, I just want to ask one quick question away from music. Yeah. Are you upset that Tom Brady's gone?
0: That's a really good question. Um, Yes and no. I'm thankful for everything he did for for the Patriots. But, at the same time, it's a new chapter for him. I'm thankful for him. And, you know, he's got a great team down in Tampa. We got Superman, Cam. Cam Newton up here. Um, Patriots are going to be interesting this season because a lot of our defense is opted out already. Yeah, um, it's
1: going to be. Interesting.
0: But yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm happy for Tom Brady, and I'm, I'm happy that he did all that he did for us here, in, here in New England. But yeah, I'm, we got a new quarterback, and I'm still, ha- I'm happy with. Cam Newton, so yeah, thank you, Tom Brady. If you're listening, thank you. <laughs> well,
1: th- that was that was my reaction as well. Was I mean, fair enough. Is what is it, thirteen seasons or something he's had with?
0: Yeah, it's it was something like that. I mean, he was he was on the Patriots before I was born, so it's I mean, crazy. It's insane. I mean, I, I think Brady. I I kind of knew he was going to leave. Yeah. I knew he was going out to Tampa, Chargers. Or uh, the Raiders. Yeah, he was going to one of the three. I knew that, and um, I don't. I don't think it hurt as much as when Gronk went with him. That would hurt even more. I yeah, I don't know why. I was just like, "Dang, this sucks." But it was. It was. I'm. I'm happy for both of them. If cool. you guys are listening, thank you for everything you did for Night no <laughs> One.
1: Well, that's it. For those that don't understand what actually has just happened here. Me and Liam are <laughs> New England Patriots fans. It's American football. And Yeah, Tom Brady has just, he was supposed to retire, but he's not retired. He's just transferred teams now. Yeah. And he's,
0: he's he said he wants to play like another two years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's pretty healthy. I think he could probably do it.
1: Yeah. We'll
0: see. It'll be, it'll be an interesting season all around, especially with COVID. So,
1: yeah, it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be an interesting. The entire sporting calendar is going to be so interesting. I mean, one of the biggest sports here in the UK is soccer, football for us yeah. here. And up until October, there's going to be no fans in the stadium. So it's
0: yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's very weird. I think one of the NFL teams said they were going to do, like, something with, like, limited capacity. Like, they were going to allow, like, a certain amount of people in and they were just going to, like, spread them all around the stadium, which, I mean you could do that because stadium football stadiums are huge so it's like yeah i feel like you could do that but um yeah like baseball has been very like a very weird sport the past couple months um it's funny because like they have cardboard cutouts you can like at all the ballparks you can buy like a cardboard cutout of your of yourself and put it in the stands yeah and um I, i i'm a big baseball fan so i watch a lot and i've I always am just seeing, like, home runs just laser and cardboard cutouts in the outfield, which it's pretty funny to watch. But, um, Especially when yeah, the heads all the disappear. Sports have been, yeah, no, all the sports have kind of been weird. I mean, the NBA, um, me and my friends are also big basketball fans. The NBA has been weird too, but, like, it's also been, like, kind of normal. Like, it's, yeah, it's weird there's no fans in the stands, but it just feels like a normal yeah NBA season. Like, just, it's just there's just no fans. Like, it's weird. I don't know see the The whole thing's
1: strange all the soccer stadiums here they have we've got all like cardboard cutouts for everybody and what they're doing is like a crowd noise of the tannoy so whenever somebody scores it's like a cheer and whenever somebody fouls it's a it's a boo or a hiss and it's really weird especially when you watch it on tv
0: (laughs) that was that was one of the things like the MLB, like when they first started doing it, they had like the crowd noises too. And it wasn't matching up every, like they had, they had to like figure it out as time went, but like, I forget which team it was, but some team, like it was like very delayed of like <laughs> what was going on. And it was very funny to watch, but like they've all figured it out and it's, like you don't see anybody in the stands, but you just like hear it, and it's just like, oh yeah, it's just, it's like a normal game. And then they flash back, and it's just like a cardboard cutout of somebody giving like a thumbs up, and, like, a <laughs> smiley face. I don't know. You'll just see like a dog sitting in the Green Monster at Fenway, and you're just like, wait, what? It's <laughs> cardboard cutout. That's brilliant. <laughs> so
1: we'll wrap up now. Then so upside, it's available yeah. September 18th.
0: September 18th
1: on all platforms.
0: Mm-hmm. And just yeah. as a
1: reminder, where can people find you on social media?
0: Um, Liam Coleman Music on Instagram, Facebook, Liam Coleman on Twitter, Liam Coleman Music on TikTok. It's usually just just type in Liam Coleman Music and usually uh, everything will pop up. Liam Coleman Music on all, all platforms.
1: Fantastic. Now, with a parting question, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Never. Never?
0: No. Never. No, what you like pineapple on pizza? Love it. Oh my gosh, my sister loves it too. I don't get it. It's, I don't even, I don't like pineapple in general, but even then, it, if I did, it doesn't even, it does not. I'm, I'm a big, um, I like barbecue chicken pizza and oh. hamburger bacon pizza. Those oh, are my mate. two favorites. I'm a, I'm a, whenever we get pizza, I'm always barbecue chicken. That's the
1: best. If you're ever here in the UK, that's what we're having. I'll get you a barbecue chicken pizza. Sounds good. <laughs> hopefully, you come over here soon. Have you got any? Have you got any plans on coming to the UK? Or love to have I'd you. I'd like
0: to. I'd love to. Um, I'd I'd love to travel like the world one day. Um, there's a lot of things like in the works right now that um I'm working on that are hopefully going to be announced in the next couple months or weeks, months. I have no idea. Yeah. But um, there's some there's some things that we're planning right now. Some big things. And I'm really excited to hopefully get to talk about soon um but yeah I hope to uh I hope to travel out all around one day I'd, lo- I'd love to come to the UK
1: that'd be awesome that'd be awesome to see you um you've got me on social media now so if you yeah. do have anything planned we'll we'll definitely set something up
0: definitely yeah I'll let you know if I'm ever coming out and let me know if you're ever coming out Out here to New England.
1: (laughs) Awesome. So, everybody, that was Liam Coleman on Country Chat Podcast. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Thank you. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews, and general chit-chats on all things
0: country music.